Yo, 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 what up, guys? Welcome back to episode six. Seven. Uh, episode six of TSC Podcast, also known as The Story Continues. As always, I am your host, Tony. Alongside me is my co host, Tanya. What's up? Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing, you know. You doing okay? Yeah. Yesums. So, what's on your mind? You have a list of topics, or you want me to start off with some things? You can start off with some things. Okay. Do you want to start off with some news, or you want to save that to the end? I'll just start off with some news. Okay, okay. So did you hear about Elon Musk going crazy in the past couple weeks? No. So Elon Musk, um, who is the CEO of Tesla, he tweeted out, I think it was last week where he said he was going to take Tesla private. Private. Mm-hmm. And so I he, heard that. Yeah. So the controversy around that is he said he secured funding to do so, which shot his uh or what shot the stock market prices up. And so what they're finding out is that he doesn't have funding secured. <laughs> he apparently had this meeting with some Saudi Arabian dudes, investors, uh-huh. and that's what he tweeted. He said, you know, I secured the bag, which he didn't, <laughs> and Idiot. and now he's being investigated by the SEC for manipulating stock prices. Oh, shit. Yeah. So now- That's like serious, right? Right. So now the attorneys are looking at whether or not to charge him criminally. Like, he's getting sued for sure. And you think? Yeah, Definitely. I don't know whether or not he's going to jail. Okay. Like, being a CEO of a public market sector giant, you can't just be tweeting so, shit out. Yeah, yeah, just so irresponsible and, you know, and tweeting shit hey. out like this. Sorry. But he recently um, got into a Twitter beef with what? Azalea Banks. <laughs> Why? So, apparently... <laughs> So apparently, oh God. Azalea Banks tweeted out saying that Elon Musk was on acid when he was tweeting out all this stuff about taking Tesla private. And how she knew is apparently Elon Musk is dating some like rock star girl. She's like a rock star. Apparently. Oh, I, yeah. Grimes or uh-huh. Grimms or something? Grimes. Grimes, yes. yeah. So apparently they Weirdest were... Couple. Anyways, go ahead. Apparently, Azalea Banks, Grimes, and Elon Musk were all together that weekend. And so, yeah. But at the same time, Azalea Banks is just a shit talker. She's such a troll. I can't. I like. Okay, she's only had like what, one album out? I don't even know if it, you consider it an album. It was an album. Was I've, it on a mixtape? No, I think it was an album. Okay, well, I'm not a fan of her, so I don't know. Anyways, I really like her music, like, on that album. But her as a person, I just cannot. Did you hear about her in Wild, on Wild and Out? No. So you know the show Wild and Out, right? Clearly. But you know what the show is about, getting roasted and being made fun of? Right. Well, apparently she was under the... Um, Influence? No. Oh. She <laughs> came on the show thinking that she was just going to perform. But every guest who's been on the show has to partake in some type of, um, in one of the games. Mm-hmm. And apparently they were making fun of her. She couldn't take it. She broke down crying. And then afterwards she went to Twitter and was like, 
the fucking show is trash, like just trashing everybody. And everyone's like, dude, you went to the show, like you had to have known you're going to get made fun of. And apparently she thought it was a Disney show, which was complete bullshit. <laughs> so all the, all the other, um, while and out, like all the actors and stuff, all the comedians, they were like, they broke down what happened. And so they said that she couldn't take a joke and she made it super awkward to where they had to stop filming for like three hours to calm her down. And then when they brought her back, she wouldn't participate in any of the games. Like she just performed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. But what? isn't she like so famous and known for talking shit online? Like she talks shit about she's Nicki Minaj. She's an online troll. Like she, she's literally like, you know, those people who only talk shit online. Yeah, that is her. Those internet thugs, mm-hmm. keyboard soldier. No, but I think that's the reason why people are like, you should have Azalea Banks on while and out, because you would think that's a match made in heaven. You know, she's she, a shit talker. All the show does is talk it, shit. But she can't take it. That's what I'm saying. But apparently she was tweeting out about Elon Musk saying he was on acid. And I mean, he might have been. That's his fucking prerogative. Like, who cares? Yeah, but I'm, I think the... Yeah, okay. I agree with you. He's not, like, in office. Like, we didn't elect him or anything. You know, he, he just owns his own business. Personally, I don't give a shit. He could fucking do quaaludes every day, all day, and I could give two fucks. But if... But if you're a majority shareholder or you're on the board, you're going to not want your fucking CEO tweeting out shit like this. Right. But that's on the business. Like, like that's, that has nothing to do with me. I get what you're saying. I don't care. So you don't care about the news at all? Not, I mean, it's funny, but I don't, I'm just like, and then, you know, yeah, he's stupid for tweeting that out, but. Do you think he was on drugs? Probably. Like, he's a smart man, clearly, right? So, for him to tweet out something so... Wild? (laughs) Yeah. Like, and not have anything to, like, back it up, and then people are finding out, like, no, but you can't, you know? Is it not crazy that we live in a world now that one of the, I guess, a CEO of one of the richest companies... And technological, forward-thinking companies can just tweet out shit like this. And our president of the United States is the same way. Yeah, I just we live in a crazy, crazy world. I know. (laughs) And I think the thing is that some people are like they should be held accountable for their actions because what people are arguing is that. But but if you were a regular person and you tweeted something out. You, like, you and I, we right. may not have a consequence. He's he's in a position of power, it, right? He manipulated the stock market with one tweet. Whether or not he intended to, that... He, he had to have known. There's no way. If he was on drugs, I don't think he knew. Like, First of all, know? I'm not trying to incriminate myself, but <laughs> whenever I've been under the influence of certain things, the last thing I want to do is fucking tweet. Is that Some, just me? But me, Twitter wasn't really Twitter. like Twitter. <laughs> Twitter wasn't really like that back then. Now, like, some people get, like, they're, like, so stoned. They, like, think of something. They're like, oh, fuck. Let me I just, feel like Twitter I mean? I don't know. was better back then than it is now. Well, because now everyone uses Twitter as, like, 
a weapon. I'm like, oh, you said this back in 2013, and we screenshot it and yeah. fucking made it into a GIF, and now it lives forever. Like, you know, I don't know. But anyways. Um, Do you like Teslas? I want a Tesla. Let me ask you this. I want not Which the one? little one, like the... The X, the Model yeah. X, mm-hmm. the SUV with the mm-hmm. Falcon doors looking thing. Mm-hmm. If Elon Musk was no longer associated with Tesla, would would you still buy it? Yeah. I honestly didn't even know who the fuck Elon Musk was until, like, I think you brought him up. You were like, you know who that is, right? And I was like, no, but I knew what Tesla was. So I don't, I never associated Elon Musk with Tesla ever until you brought it up. And even to this day, I'm not like, oh, Elon Musk, Musk, however the fuck you say his name. Musk. Um, (laughs) Makes good cars. Like, I don't think, I just think, oh, Tesla makes good cars. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Just me. All right. Well, maybe moving I, on then. Maybe I'm just out of the loop. So. Yeah. Uh, so major takeaways is Azalea Banks is a fucking troll. And <laughs> Online troll. I know. And Elon Musk is fucking crazy. <laughs> and he possibly might go to jail. Possibly. I don't think he'll go to jail. I don't think so either. It's a fucking tweet. Um, I cannot talk today. Dude, I know. It's a tweet. Sorry, I'm still trying to learn how to talk with these things. So. The braces? Yes. Yeah, sometimes like yes. I forget you even have them yes. on. Yes. <laughs> uh, crazy Rich Asians. I want to see it so bad. Apparently, it's getting a lot of press. Appar- it's been getting a lot of press. Anything I watch on YouTube, one of the commercials is for Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, okay, I'm talking about besides YouTube. I'm talking about like billboards on on fucking Rodeo. Not, I wasn't LA. done. Okay, go ahead. My bad. I was like on on Instagram. Literally, you know how they have the ads or whatever. Yeah. There's ads for Crazy Rich Asians on Facebook. I get ads for Crazy Rich Asians all the time. My freaking manager. You met her. She's like. Which one? I don't. I wouldn't say her name. I'm not going to. Okay. But you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. She, I mean, you met her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She knew She's a little about, older. Yeah. Let's just say that. And she knew about the movie and she was like, let's all go watch it as a team building exercise. Dude, are you going to go? You want to watch the movie? Like, can, I, can I come? Will they pay for me? <laughs> they won't pay for you, but you oh, can come. Oh, what the fuck? How about y'all go in and you do the whole <laughs> ticket switch back? You know what I'm talking about? Get someone else's ticket. Yeah, and then come back. Dude, we should do it. <laughs> no, dude. Well, I guess like we go to Alamo, and so they they check tickets anyways. Um, But tell the people who are listening who don't know who may not have heard what Crazy Rich Asians is. It's a movie. It's Aaron. (laughs) Um, All right. (laughs) It was originally a book. A Um, very popular book at that. Yeah. Was it written by Nation? I sure hope so. I think so. (laughs) I mean. That'd be kind of racist if it wasn't, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was written by a guy named Kevin Kwan. Yeah. Um, in 2013. Yes. And so now it's a movie. And I know it's about, like, a girl who's dating a guy, and he invites her back to, like, Korea. His country. Yeah. yeah. I think no, it's I think Korea. it's Hong Kong. I think it's Korea. I'm pretty sure that he's Chinese in the movie. I it's, think he's Korean. It's, like, Singapore... Or Hong Kong. Anyway, like it doesn't matter. Ones. I haven't seen the movie. But, and then she goes with him over there and she finds out that he's like, like stupid rich. Like, yeah. the kind of rich that like, you can only dream of being rich. Right. And then it's just like, you know, typical, like, 
you're poor and my son is rich and you don't fit into our family and right. you don't deserve him. You're not. Well, good I don't think she's poor. I think she's just middle class. I'm just saying, which like, in that's, their eyes yes, is, is poor. poor. Yeah. You know, like, you know. So yeah, I don't know. And apparently, it's like an all Asian cast, which mm-hmm. is really cool. And I know Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a hundred or something. That might have changed but, now that the movie. So this out. is what I wanted to ask you. Because I know, like, whenever Get Out came out, they all, Rotten Tomatoes, or the critics in general, gave it a really, really good review. 92% tomato meter, 95% audience score. So, so very high. I range. haven't seen the movie, right? I want to. Right. For sure. I, I do too. Dude, we can go tonight still. It's at 10. If you want. Is that too late for you? No. I mean, let's make it happen. All right, fuck it. We'll figure it out. Um, and then, um, okay, so Get get Out, when it first came out, the critics gave it really good reviews, right? Yeah. Because it was like a... It's a movie that hasn't been done before. Right. Kind of. So, my question to you is, do you think that this high score that Crazy Rich Asians received was due to it being a totally, like, Asian cast? Do you think that had anything to do with it? Yes. But that doesn't debunk it being a good movie. I think having an all-Asian cast helped. Would you say some people would consider that kind of racist, that they gave it such a high score because it was, like, all-Asians? No, because usually when something, in terms of being racist, is, like, a negative thing. Right, right, right. Had it been, like, oh, because this movie is an all-Asian cast, could it, okay, I guess, they bomb Could it be, like, it. reverse racism, where it's, like, they don't want to be racist, so they're, like, we're going to give it a high score. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Possibly. Because had it gotten really shitty reviews, people could have turned around and been, like, oh, these fucking critics are so racist. They don't appreciate the culture, you know? Yeah, but I think if it was the majority of the people, then I think so. You get what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't... Like, the majority of people can't think it's bad, but then give it a high school. There has to be critics out there that's willing to say, no, fuck that. This show is trash, or this movie is trash. Um, Do I think the movie is trash? No. Do I think this movie had has a high score because reverse racism? I don't think so. I honestly think because in Hollywood, you rarely get to see Asians playing um, the lead, the lead role. Right. Let alone like romantic comedies. Mm -hmm. You see action movies all the time, like Jackie Chan, Jet Li. Right, right, right. Some of the known famous Asian actors. But um, in this particular movie, it's a rom-com. There's a lot of Asian actors Mm -hmm. who who have not been... Um, exposed to the the Western culture. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of actors who are really big in Asia. Really? Yeah. There are tons of Asian actors in the movie that are from the digital social media sphere. Like, I follow these dudes on YouTube who played extras in the back. Uh, I was watching their vlog. They were filming their scene, and they were just interviewing other people on, on social media, and mm-hmm. there's a fuck ton of people. So the director... And I forget his name at the moment. Um, he is very cognizant of bringing everyone from each category. If that makes sense. 
Like yeah. you have the mainstream film industry in Asia. Mm-hmm. You have the Asian folks from social media, both in the U.S., Asia, Europe. So I think he did a really good job marrying not only diversity, but entertainment into one. Yeah. And it's an all-star cast. And being Asian, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see such a film where everyone is united on all fronts, you know? Yeah. Like, black people had Black Panther. You remember when that came out? Yeah. And how unified everyone felt. Everyone went to the movies wearing the their traditional, like, African um, garments and stuff like that. Uh, the crazy drums. People came to the movies, like, just showing support. Everyone loved it. And the stereotype of Asians are that we're very quiet. We tend to keep to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really speak our minds. But now it's like a, a crazy Hollywood big budget movie, which I heard that um, Netflix Netflix proposed to buy it and have it straight on their platform for a crazy amount of money, but they turned it down because they wanted to showcase this movie to a bigger audience. In like the theaters? In the theaters, oh, yeah. Wow. So they could have had a huge payout and not risk the chances of it not catching popularity. Right. So they turned it down, and apparently they're like, we need to show that Asian actors are here, and we're here to stay. We can make a good movie. And whether this opens the door for other independent films. We just need one for Hispanics now. Don't bring up Coco, because Coco was animated. I'm talking about... Like, y'all had to, y'all had Selena though. That was a good movie. But it wasn't like the, it was like a throwback I mean? movie. Yeah, 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 and it wasn't like a that was more like a biopic, you know. Facts, facts. It wasn't like. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. If they redid Selena now, who would play Selena? Oh fuck. Uh, what's her face? Selena Gomez? No, fuck her. <gasps> Damn, talk that shit. I can't stand talk her. That shit, I just don't understand. Yo, she's fine though. No, but she's not. She looks like a little chubby girl. Like Selena Gomez. Yeah, because nah, her, her face is so round. Her little, her little like cheeks. I don't nah. know. They're just yeah. It's look. Now nah, you bugging, fam? No, dude. Okay, fine. What about uh? I was gonna say Ariana. And I don't Ariana even think Gra- she speaks Spanish. Ariana, I don't think so either. Ariana Grande is Italian. Oh fuck, my bad. She looks, she looks Hispanic. Yo, what about Becky G from Power Rangers? Nah, nah. What about Cam- Camilla? What's her fucking face name? Camila Cabello. Yeah. Does she look like Selena? No, she's no, too young, right? She, and she's real skinny. You think, okay, honestly, if they got J-Lo to replay that role. She's too, she's too mm, grown now, I nah, think. Nah, fam. Yeah. You know what CGI can do nowadays? Facts. But JLo did look a lot, a lot like her yeah. in that. Movie. But she's not even Mexican though. No, she's Puerto Rican. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, if if like if there was like a Mexican Hispanic movie to re, you know, or even just a Hispanic movie just to like with on, all Hispanic actors, yeah. like from all, you know, that'd be dope. But you know, maybe maybe we're onto something. Maybe you can screenwrite something. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, are you excited to see Crazy Rich Asians? Yes. Because sometimes I feel like I am Asian because I'm dating you and we've yeah. been dating for so long. 
Yeah. Side note, how do you feel about other people getting married? And that's we have da- that's been that's been dating less than we have. Yo, low key, it hurts my feelings. It makes me feel like you don't want to get married. I do want to get married. I know, but, but I'm just like, you know, they've been dating like two years or like a year and a half or like four months. Yeah. You know, like. I, but you also have to understand everyone's situation is different. Right, but like our situation isn't to where like that's not a, like that couldn't happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I just got braces, and honestly, like, don't propose to me while I have these things on. So you, no, I get what you're saying. You got a solid like 18 months, dude. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> the kind of guy that will be with someone if I don't see a future in them. You know what I'm saying? Like, so then why not put a ring on it? <laughs> like for Dude, real? Honestly, though. sometimes like it's... I'm not trying to. I'm not. I'm just asking. Like, why have? Why is it taking you so long? I just feel like it hasn't been, like, the right time yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want everything to be perfect. But nothing's ever going to be perfect. I think some situations are more perfect than than others. You know? No. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of just made that up. I know you did because you gave me that look like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, honestly, I'm just waiting for the the right time. You know? I got to find the perfect ring. I got to, you know, handcrafted, right, fucking uh-huh. custom-made, Have bespoke. you even started, like, looking at that? Yeah. Is that, like, a thing you're doing? Yeah. Like, you're actively doing that? Not actively, because now that you don't work your second job, like, I can't do shit without you. Where are you going? Who are you with? All fucking 21 questions don't even, Don't even use that as an excuse. You know, it's true. Because Dude, okay, I... You called me today, and I was and I wasn't home already. And you're like, "Where are you? Why haven't you? Why aren't you home? You're usually home this time. You're usually home at that time. I was making sure you were okay." But I answered the phone, didn't I? And we had we had t- spoken like thirty seconds before that. No, we hadn't. Yeah. Yes. What we the had. fuck had we spoken? Dude. We talked during my lunch break. No, I'm talking about when you called me. We had already been talking before you were like, "Wait, where are you?" Like, obviously, I'm okay. That's some, the point I'm trying to get at. Anyways, we're sidetracked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's in the works, fam. Okay, whatever. You know? Do you think the guy from Crazy Rich Asians is hot? No. You don't think so? I don't see it. I don't know. I'm not. He's Korean, right? Or Dude, I'm telling you, he's fucking Chinese. But he's from England or like Australia. Yeah, because his last name is Young. <laughs> the fuck's that mean <laughs> why is his last name young cause that's his fucking dad's name probably and his name is Nick Nick Young oh shit are you sure that's not his name in the movie oh that's his name in the movie <laughs> I fucking dude so what's his name Henry Golding. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. What what is he? He's I bet you he's Chinese or like from Taiwan or Singapore. British Malaysian. So he's not even oh, full fuck. Asian. Yeah, I knew because I he had an accent when I was watching his interviews. Really? I don't know whether he has an accent in the movie, which I don't think so. But that Asian girl, that funny one, she's in um Aquafina. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's in that movie. So I'm excited. Uh okay, you wanna move on? guess so uh this weekend we are on the road part two 
will be in Austin. Again. Again. It feels like people are listening. They're like, dude, why, seriously, why don't you guys just fucking move there? Like, we're going to Austin next weekend. We'll be in Austin September 7th weekend. And then I'm in Austin again uh, September, like, the end of September for a bachelor party. And then we're there again in October. And then we're there for ACL in October. Holy <laughs> shit. I forgot about ACL. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We might as well fucking move down there. Anyways, we're down there. Um, this was a completely random trip. Tanya was like, hey, since I don't work on weekends anymore, let's go to Austin. And we are joined by one of Tanya's really good friend, Miguel, and his girlfriend. Jackie. Should I be saying their names? Why not? All right. As long as I don't say their last names, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Miguel and his girlfriend, Jackie. Shout out to them. Um, super dope people. We went to Toronto with Miguel mm-hmm. for Tanya's birthday. Unfortunately, Jackie wasn't there. But she'll be joining us on this trip. Um, we are leaving Saturday morning, early as fuck, and hopefully we'll get to spend the whole day in Austin, and you know we'll leave after lunch Sunday. So yeah, it really went down there for a night. Some may say it's a waste of a drive, but after making the drive so many times, it's like nothing. It's true. Like if you're stuck in traffic during rush hour, you're there for an hour and a half. And you drive back home. That's another hour. That's fucking Austin right there. That's a trip to Austin. That's exactly what that's I'm saying. That's a good way to put that. Yeah. Like, I'm in traffic that. literally the same time as a road trip to Austin throughout the day. So, like, to me, it's no big deal. I work. I, we, I live in Richardson. We live in Richardson. I drive to McKinney to work. So, I'm, like, used to long drives. And sometimes when I have meetings in Fort Worth or Arlington, that's another hour drive. Yeah. So to me, it's like three-hour drive is like nothing. I don't know. I'm gonna deal. I mean, I don't have long drives. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it should be fun. Should be a good time. Should we bring this down there and record a podcast? I feel like we won't have time. That's what I was thinking. I don't want it to like. Because this is already an hour. Yeah. Because last time we recorded the podcast, it took us like three hours, just because we were talking for so much. Yeah. And for those who are listening, who actually listened to the On the Road po- podcast, it was an hour and a half. Dude, like, I had to cut so much shit out. <laughs> because we just just because we were just talking, you know, like, just what good friends do when we get her around the table. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if I want to bring this down there. Uh, mostly because I don't want to have to, like, worry about it. Because mm-hmm. we're at an Airbnb this time. So. Yeah. Anyways. So are you are we are you excited to go to the cavern or what? Tanya wants to go to this <laughs> fucking cavern on the way to Austin, and I told her I don't want to go because there are bugs in there. You are so dude. It's a fucking cave. There's gonna be bugs and little creepy crawlies and roaches on the ceiling that just fall down on you. How I'm fucking not about old that. are you? It doesn't matter. I have a fear of things, or I have a fear of things with more than four legs. Like, it's, it's weird. Worms don't have legs. That's even worse. <laughs> They're so gross. I'm not about that. Why? Be, I'm just... something. Okay, three things I don't like. Deep water, heights, and <laughs> bugs. You're such a <laughs> I sound like such a bitch right you now. You do. <laughs> like the wussiest guy ever. Okay, Seriously. like heights... Uh, I can do depending on what it is. Like roller coasters, I can do. I just don't like them. Uh, deep water, 
I just don't like just because I can't swim. That's the main reason. But I did go snorkeling with you uh, in Cancun. I feel like and, I'm always making you face your fears. And it's the fucking worst decision of my life. <laughs> like, I get done. I'm like, why did I just do that? I literally look back and, and literally say to myself, I went snorkeling when I don't know how to swim. <laughs> that wasn't fun for you? No, it was not fun. <laughs> why not? Because I was overwhelmed by this anxiety of me <laughs> drowning. And we were all... You, you had like two life jackets Dude, on. that's not the point. The point is that if I would have died out there... You would have, been, have died though. Like I could have. Like, but you didn't. <laughs> I could have. I don't understand why you can't look back and be like, damn, I really fucking did no, that. No, yeah. Like, I, that's awesome. That's what I do. I look back, I'm like, damn, I really did that. But at the same time, I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> like, I didn't have a good time. And then I got caught. My little fin got caught in a sunken ship. Like, our tour guide or whatever it was like hey we're gonna take you out to this sunken ship area where you could see the fish it's like super clear waters we're like cool whatever and so i'm leading the pack i don't know why the guy who can't swim is fucking leading and the instructor is like swimming through this sunken ship and i guess he apparently told us to go around but of course i'm too busy trying not to drown i didn't hear him so i'm like following him Mm -hmm. my fin gets stuck in like a chain anchor thing and I'm like trying to pedal. I'm not moving anywhere. And then I realize I'm caught. And then even you were like, what's going on? Like, are you stuck? And then I'm like freaking out at this point. The instructor's like, I got you, I got you. And then he was like, what are you doing? Like, why'd you swim straight into this? I'm like, I was following you. <laughs> like, you're the guide. What's the problem here? And it didn't help that we all, we were there for a wedding. So we were all either drunk or hungover at that point. I threw up in the ocean. Johnny threw up in the ocean. I think he saw me throw up, and he threw up, and then I saw him throw up, and we both were throwing up at the same time. And then little fishes were coming up and like eating our shit. It was not a good time. And then when we got back to shore, I was so seasick from the boat. I threw up even after I got on the, on the shore it was not a good time probably like the worst five hours of my well, life well i had a really good time yeah because you can swim you ain't worried about drowning <laughs> we weren't even in deep water if i can't feel my feet touch the ground that's deep <laughs> baby but you're short like there's don't a matter. lot of water you can't. don't matter how do we even get on this topic i don't, know. I don't either uh what else is there <laughs> Um, high school reunion. Oh yeah, you had that. So if you heard last week's episode, you may have heard me talk about my high school reunion and how I was deciding on whether or not to go. I ended up going. Me too. Tanya ended up going too. <laughs> At first she was like, you know, I don't want to go just because I don't want to just be awkwardly standing around while you're Which trading. Which literally be- what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what happened. And... Um, at first she didn't want to go. And then the day before, which was last Friday, the Friday that just passed, I had dinner with my buddy who was going to the reunion and, you know, we're like trying to talk and we've been drinking a little bit. Oh yeah. And so I went, um, I went for four months or I'm sorry, four weeks without drinking. And then my buddy came in and we, I I drank long story short, a A lot. lot. 
Yummy <laughs> Coke. And so we're all of us were drinking. We're talking about the union. Then Tanya, of course, is like, I want to go now. I want to go. So ended up buying her a ticket. So Tanya just stood around awkwardly. And uh, did you have fun? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I was in a room with people I didn't know, and I'm awkward, and then I'd just gotten my bottom braces, and so my mouth was hurting, and I don't know. Yeah, I offered to get you an Uber to go home. I, at that point, I no longer wanted to leave because you were getting real turned. Yeah, I honestly wouldn't. If you wouldn't have stayed, I don't know how I would have gotten home. Or at least, I would have Ubered home, of course, but I would have had to leave my car in Uptown. Yeah. Which so, is you're welcome. But I also think if you had left, I would have been more responsible. Because in the back of my mind, I knew that if I got too drunk, you were there to drive. So had you left, I would have been like, fuck, I got to drive. So, I But s- drink responsibly. I suffered through that. Don't drink and drive. That whole experience for so you, you. S- suffered is a strong word that is a strong word i was just you put endured. in a lot of awkward situations and i don't like when you're like all mushy like with me i wasn't all mushy with you yeah you were no i wasn't it just wasn't. makes me feel really awkward in front dude of i was not there's no way trust me this is this is the girl. This is the love of my life. That's and not mushy. Mushy is like married. And I don't nah, know. Dude, I it just makes that. me really Chill uncomfortable. Out. You had fun, but I did see some faces that I haven't seen in a long time. Even like despite having social media, um, it was good catching up with people because seeing people through a screen is completely different than having an in-person conversation. You know, mm-hmm. it was just completely different. So there were a few people that I was like, dude, I'm really glad I went, glad we talked. Uh, And even their significant other or just hearing their stories and seeing what they're doing now. And then, you know, a a core group of my friends who hung out with every day Mm -hmm. went, which was awesome. And for the most part, everyone looked the same. I don't know if it's because... If you know someone, you have a very specific image of what they look like. Mm-hmm. So when you see them, although they may have changed a lot, you still have this image of what they looked like 10 years ago. Right. You know? Um, but for the most part, I think everyone looked the same. Okay. Uh, highest paid DJs of 2008. Forbes list. 2008? I'm sorry. 2018 oh. released. And surprising, there's some surprising names on here. Okay. Like number 10 is, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was going to ask you to start from the bottom. Okay, hold on. But not the very bottom, just like, you know. Yeah. Let me look this up. Uh, number 15, Afrojack, $10 million. Okay, which I, I don't get. Wait, how are these numbers calculated? That's what I'm saying. Because the year's not over yet. So I don't know how, if this is like year to date or whether this is like truly 2017's number. I'm not quite sure. Is this their net worth? Or like how much they charge how, for no, a how, show? How much they made for this specific year. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's it? 
ten million dollars. I mean, ten million for one year. Afrojack. Yeah. At one point, he was the highest paying DJ in That's like two thousand twelve ish. But hey. you rarely hear about him now. I think he's doing That's a lot of stuff true. overseas, mm. like you know, like a huge festival run overseas. But still, ten million dollars. Like, who's checking for Afrojack now? Honestly. That's true. I'm not. Number fourteen. Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike, ten point five million. <laughs> DJ Snake at thirteen for uh, eleven million. People still know who that is. That's crazy. I thought he had his year and that was it. So, like looking at this list, it's like the EDM scene is not where it used to be, and if the if this list was four years ago, easily could have quadrupled. Mm-hmm. Or tripled at least. Give me top five. Okay, hold on. Number five, Marshmallow. 23 yeah. million. Are you serious? I can see it. I guess so, right? You also have to remember, like some of these DJs, they produce music for like hip hop artists, yeah. R&B artists. So they're not just doing their music right. in festival runs. Steve Aoki, number four. Okay. And Steve Aoki's been around for a long time. Long fucking time. And uh, fun fact, his dad is the owner and creator of Benihana Hibachi Restaurant. Is he really? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. For those who don't know. Number three, Tiesto. Yo. He's so old. Yo, Tiesto. It's time to hang up the headphones, fam. (laughs) Like him and David Guetta, uh, Guetta? fucking yeah. I thought it was Guetta. Whatever. Uh, t- <laughs> um, what's his fucking name? I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Benny Benassi, <laughs> like dude, Moby, like y'all gotta quit, man. Cut this shit out. <laughs> Number two, the Chainsmokers. Oh my god, shoot me. Very, uh, popish. Kind of sound, but they did gain huge popularity. You used to love the Chainsmokers. I used to love their mixes that they, you know, that they put on SoundCloud. Um, just because their mixes, they use other people's music, but they knew how to like mesh songs together. But let me ask you this though: you always put on different mixes, and you're always like, "Guess who this is?" Like, can you really tell which DJ is which? Like, who produced what songs? Like, kind of because they tend to have a style. Like if you put on something Skrillex did, I, I can probably and like sometimes I can won't be like, oh I know this is Skrillex, you know. But if you tell me like, oh this is Skrillex, I I, I can hear it. Yeah, you know, I, get what you're I can differentiate something he's done, something he's mixed versus yeah, someone else. So, uh, Chainsmokers forty five point five million. That's a fuck ton of money. Yeah. They have a three-year residency at Wynn Nightlife in Vegas. And Jeez. Yeah, crazy stuff. And number one is the man, the myth, the legend, Calvin Harris. <laughs> He's hot. He is hot. And very established DJ, producer, songwriter. Still hasn't been invited to Ultra. Really? He's Did- never been invited to Ultra? And didn't he, was it Ultra or EDC that he, like, put his music out, like, samples of his music out for free? 
So people would mix it into their songs. Oh, yeah. What festival I don't was remember. that? I do remember that coming out. But 48 million. He has a... Hold on. Let me see. He gets seven figures for headlining music festivals. Holy shit. Seven figures? That's at least 10 million every time he goes to headlines a music festival. So he'll play a what? A two and a, two and a half hour most set for $10 million. Yeah. Holy shit, that's crazy. I can't imagine making that much money. I know. But it brings me to another question. Why aren't other DJs in like different genres as popular or like they don't make as much? Like I'm sure some hip hop DJs don't make this much money. Like Metro Boomin or like DJ Mustard. Like, yeah, they produce all these crazy top hits for all these rappers and stuff. And But you don't ever see them like headline something. Like you don't go to a, a rap festival and Do be like, Do they make their I'm, own music? Yeah. Oh. Definitely. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, right? I guess. Like, the two genres are just so different, I guess. There's not really, like, because, well, shit, I don't know, to be honest. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying, right? Like, no yeah. one's going to a music festival and checking out fucking, you know, DJ Mustard or something. Yeah. Although he's probably making a fuck ton of money. I just don't think they have, like, the notoriety as EDM DJs. Yeah. But if you think about it before, like, before EDM got as popular as it is. It was. was. Yeah. People weren't really going to music festivals to go see EDM DJs either. Yeah. Because mostly music festivals were, like, just a mesh of everything. No, now it's more of a mesh. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So back... What, so what's your point? You're saying... Before it was mostly... It was a lot of like... Wasn't it a lot of like contemporary and lots of rock music before? At just like regular music festivals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean like... If you look at the Coachella lineup from like 2008, 2007, they were still... Like UMF started in like 2003, 2004. You know? So that's like way before it caught on hype. The 2008 through 2011 peak of EDM. You know, mm-hmm. like, EDM's always existed. It just was always, like, a sub-genre of music, you know? Yeah. No one really checked for house music. Yeah. Except for in Europe and, like, in Asia, because EDM's always been big over there. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, like, I didn't get into... I've always really been into... Cause, just because stereotypical Asians, they always, like... Even in middle school, I always listened to like tech, like heavy techno, mm-hmm. trance, and shit like that. But it wasn't until um, I want to say like mid high school when I was like back really into it. And we when we used to go out to the clubs and shit, I would always request house music, and the DJs were like, "What the fuck?" They played it just because I so that I would stop asking them. But I remember it was a point in time where EDM in the clubs was not a thing. Like, it was just purely hip-hop. And this wasn't just a hip-hop club. You know, I'm sure some of the listeners are like, oh, because you, you probably went to a hip-hop club. Like, no, they played everything. But when it came to EDM, like, you had to ask specifically. And it, at that point, it wasn't even called EDM. It was just house. Like Jersey Shore house. 
Yeah, even before that. <laughs> but yeah, Jersey Shore was also a huge reason why EDM like fucking blew up. Or house music anyway. Yeah. I'm glad that scene is over. Well, the mainstream scene. Because there are like some house. people like still die hard, you know, ultra fucking EDC. Like there are people all about that, which is cool. Plur, I understand, <laughs> you know. I was a huge Plur fan. Plur. You know what I'm saying? I remember like getting all the like All candy the hand candy. Yeah. yeah. But you know when you had to do the hand motion, like the hand shape for the Plur, that was the most fucking, because you have to, at the end, you fucking combine your hands and you switch bracelets from one side. To, and it was like so hard because sometimes your beads get caught up in another and you're fucking, it's dark, you're sweaty, people are bumping into you. Sometimes it was just easier just to be like, dude, we'll, we'll trade candy. And I don't think I've ever traded candy with anybody, to be completely honest with you. Really? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I don't think I've ever traded candy with anybody. For those who listen, candy is like those colorful bracelets that people wear at like raves and festivals and shit like that. With the little... um... With the little beads and you can make names and different shit out of it. Yeah. But yeah, I used to go decked out like 10 in each arm. You were that person. I was that person. Because I knew I was giving them away. You know what I'm saying? To girls? Probably. <laughs> you thought. I had my number. <laughs> On each one? Yeah. Facts. No, no you didn't. Yes, I did. I I'm telling that. you. Facts. Or I have like my uh, Twitter handle. Yo, I'm telling you. It works. So this past week, uh, Travis Scott was giving away money via cash app. To fans. He didn't give me no money. I'm so and disappointed. Was, I know. We tried. <laughs> At first, it was over Twitter. He was like, hey, I got $100,000. No, Instagram. Or I'm sorry, Instagram. He was like, posted a thing. was like, hey, I'm giving away money. Drop your Cash App name and your favorite Travis Scott song. And so, at first, I thought it was a hack. And I was like, oh, this is a hack to people to leave their Cash App names. And somehow, the hackers going to use that to hack people's accounts. I don't know. So, I looked... And made sure like it was him, and he like was on a story, like all this crazy shit. And so Tanya and I like we try. I didn't have, I don't have a cash app, so I dropped Tanya's name, and nothing happened. But I was, I was seeing comments like, oh shit, like I actually got some money, you know. And I was like, dude, this is fucking cool. And then I would go on Twitter today, and he was he's doing it on Twitter too. But on Twitter, you can obviously post pictures. And so there was a guy that was hey. Uh, Travis, worth a shot, but you know this money could really go a long way to helping um, cover my mom's funeral costs. And Travis sent him like 800 bucks. Uh, I saw people get like 50 bucks here and there, so like it wasn't the same amount for everybody. Right. And uh, this, there's this one guy that was like, if Travis Scott sends me something with a comma, I'm quitting my job at Target, at Target on site. That's it. Travis Scott sent him a thousand dollars, and he screenshotted it and everything, posted it. it. Was like, can't believe this fucking happened. Oh wow! Whether he quit Target or not, don't know. But yeah, it's crazy. But okay, so this made me get to thinking, and this is like my conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the surface, it may seem like Travis Scott's doing a good thing, giving back to people. But then I was like, why Cash App? Why not Venmo, like Google Wallet, or something like that, right? And so I started looking. Cash App, the parent company is Square, right? And so I was like, what if this is a crazy 
marketing plan by Square, um, Travis Scott just dropped his album, number one best-selling hip-hop album of the year. Mm -hmm. So there's a crazy hype behind Travis Scott right now. He's starting his own music festival. He started Astro World, which is in Houston. It's an old Six Flags that he's like converting to his own amusement park. So there's a huge push behind Travis Scott right now. So I was like, what if Square gave Travis Scott money to give away to his fans? Think about it. He had $100,000, which is nothing to these big software apps, especially... Uh, Square and Cash App. Mm -hmm. So imagine they're like, Travis Scott, we know you're doing a big thing. We're giving you $100,000 to give your fans. A, that's a win for him because he's giving money. Mm -hmm. B, it's a win for them because in order to do so, you had to download the Cash App. So I guarantee you in the past two to three day span, there have been millions of downloads for a Cash App. And in turn, more revenue for them. Like if you think of the bigger picture... This whole giveaway money thing is fucking genius. Like, everyone wins. The fans get free money. Travis Scott gets huge publicity. He's probably getting paid a fuck ton to do this. He's promoting his album. And the parent company, Cash App, Square, they're fucking getting major revenue from all these people downloading the Cash App. And $100,000 to them is nothing. It's a drop in the bucket. Hmm. Marketing. Genius. <laughs> I get really bored at work, if you haven't noticed. Clearly. And I, like, start thinking about some crazy shit. Um, I was going to ask you something, and then I forgot. I don't know. Why didn't you send me no money? Like, I really... <laughs> Rent, dude. What I've seen is like people who have said some pretty unique, funny things. Those are the people who got money. So you can be clever or nothing. You can <laughs> the fuck. I didn't want to fucking say I'm gonna quit my job on site, and then he's gonna hold me to it like a verbal contract on Twitter or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, you don't have to say that. I know. I'm just saying. Be like. But do you think he's really on the? You think his team is doing? You think he's really on the phone? Like checking through all this fucking social media shit. He has to have had, had a team do it. I think I think it was a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it almost made me want to download Cash App. I didn't, though. But it almost made me want to. Is, wait, didn't you send me... You sent me that link to um, something about how people shop online a lot and yeah how yeah. they shop how now stores are wanting people to shop more on their apps than they do in a browser yes right so say all these people downloaded cash app because they wanted money from travis scott yeah well in that thing you sent me it said that people tend to keep apps they don't use because they just forget to delete them or yeah. just don't even worry about them yeah um so now all of these people have cash app and whether or not they're using it is totally whatever like it doesn't matter right yeah so how does how does cash app make money from these people who aren't using the app 
Mm, that's a good question. I don't know because I'm not into the whole like app software development. Because stage. there's no there's no ads on Cash App. Right. I don't know. That's a good question. And that's the question I had for Venmo. I was like, how do they make money? But I'm thinking this is a thing. I think, and I could be completely wrong. I could be way off base here. But it's like it's like fishing with a huge wide net, right? It's like you throw a big enough net out there, you're bound to catch something. For example, me, you and I, we didn't have cash app before say we didn't even have venmo before we didn't have a way of sending money mm -hmm. right um the people who are travis scott fans usually are the younger age bracket the teenagers pre-teens type right right um so they may not have spent like sent money to each other before you know like they maybe it's before they've started working or shit like that mm -hmm. but imagine you and i down on cash app to get travis scott money now that we have it, what's the odds of you and I using it once, twice? Yeah. So that's like two sides of the same coin. Yeah. And there's one side that's like, I may have never used again. There's some apps like, I have a fucking Kung Fu Tea app that I downloaded. I haven't used and it's still here. I have a fucking Pluckers app that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I don't know how they make money, to be completely honest with you. That's, that's a great question. Um. Yo, if you know how they make money, drop the shit in the comments below or tweet us. Yeah. Because I'm curious too. Same. Like how, like how these free apps make money. And the free apps, like, because Venmo doesn't have ads. Yeah, ne neither does. Cash but, app. But Venmo makes money from our, wait, how do you? <laughs> hey. Shush. What? Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just have one tip for everyone listening, though. If you have, are if you have an account with a bigger bank, such as Chase, B of A, Wells, Wells, Wells Fargo, uh, don't use Cash App or Venmo. Use Zelle because you get that shit instantly, and it's, I think. A little bit more secure because it it's going through your bank yeah right if anything were to happen you can call your bank directly and resolve an issue rather than calling your bank they'll tell you contact venmo yeah. or cash app or google wallet or whatever yeah. uh it becomes a huge mess i'm a huge fan of venmo apparently i guess i'm about to get cash app now because that's like the thing to do so i'm all for that but i also used zelle for the first time um with tanya last week and it was like she said it was instant i sent the money to her out of my account, and it was a Friday, so out of my account into our joint, and um, yeah, it was instant. So also, it's not that wasn't sponsored. Just yeah, not an ad. <laughs> by the way, just yo, whenever we get sponsorships, that would be fucking lit. Zal, if you want to sponsor us, thanks. Yeah. Also, I know, like, I think is it? I think it's American Express, or maybe it's Visa. They sponsor podcast i don't know if it's oh. podcast but i know they sponsor like youtubers and they send them on trips and they're like hey here's a credit card oh you can yeah fucking spend on it yeah, I'm like, yeah. What the fuck? how crazy would it be if we became like i hate this word but like influencers i hate the word influence yeah 
Because people throw it around like it's some like social. Everyone's an status. influencer. You know, it's funny because I tagged you and I don't know if you saw it. The fat Jewish. Um, I'll pull it up. And he was saying how like everyone's an influencer now. <laughs> and then like people with less than like 100 followers were called micro influencers. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. People make money on social media. And I respect that. I respect the hustle. <laughs> Here. So it's like a girl at the gym with oh, her trainer. Oh, I, I didn't see that. And the guy's like, come on, Vanessa, dig deep. You want to work a nine-to-five job or post pics of your ass on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be nice. Just, oh, nano-influencers. Nano-influencers? <laughs> Bruh. What? How many followers do you have to have to be considered influencer? You can have literally three followers. Like... So I, I've done a lot of research on, on this whole influencer thing because... You want to be one? No. I think I did at one point, and then I realized first, A, how much work it... It's, it's a lot of work. And then B, um, you just have to really fucking put yourself out there. And I'm not down for either of those. Yeah. I mean, I don't I like working hard, but not for that. No, I... I don't like taking risks. I guess not like that when it comes to my money. I don't, I just like to know that it's going to pay off, you know? Um, And so um, they, a a lot of companies now are not really looking at how many followers someone has because someone could have a hundred thousand followers, but it's, their engagement that really matters so like they could have a hundred thousand followers but let's say they're only getting like 600 views on a picture like that percentage that that's like a very big discrepancy like you have so many followers but you're not yeah not everyone's seeing so now the question becomes like are you buying your followers are these ghost accounts exactly so um like i know some people who have like a thousand followers and on a picture they'll get like 600 likes and that's a really big percentage of like their ratio the ratio their engagement their ratio their engagement percentage is really high yeah for someone with a thousand followers where someone could have i don't know ten thousand followers and have the same amount of likes but their engagement percentage is a lot lower so that company would rather go with the smaller with the person with the smaller amount of followers because a they can pay them less and B, they're still getting out to the same amount of people that someone with a lot more gotcha. followers is, but gotcha. with the, the same So engagement. the criteria for an influencer not necessarily has to do with the amount of followers, mm-hmm. but the amount of engagement that particular person yeah. gets. Uh, okay, that makes sense. That's why now Instagram has a whole, and Twitter, like even if you're not verified you can still look at your analytics on twitter oh, gotcha. and see like oh you were able to reach 180 people on yeah. this tweet but only two people liked your post you know like, right 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 so you know how instagram lets you like swipe up on some people mm-hmm. like i was trying to link our podcast you can't one. do that it's only if you're verified well no only if you have 10,000 followers or more oh yeah so if you have so they changed it then I mean, that's the last time I checked. Yeah, because so. it used to be you had to be Only verified. verified? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I, apparently it's if you have more than 10,000 followers, then you're able to have that function of, you know, adding a link and letting people swipe up. And so at first I was like, because someone suggested, they were like, hey, you should link your 
podcast to your Instagram, you know, as a story. And I was like, oh, yeah, the swipe up function. I was like trying to look for it. And I was like, dude, I can't find it. And I was like YouTubing it and like Googling it. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's only for those with bigger followings, which is, I get it. I mean, it's, it's a perk for those types of people. Yeah. But it's like, damn, you know? Yeah. I would like that. Everyone go follow Tony. Yo, I don't, I don't know. I don't want people to know my Instagram because it's private and you know. Is it really I, private? Yeah. Oh, I got a job, fam. You know what I'm saying? I do too. I don't give a fuck. Well, I do. I that's post my pictures twi- of you in your underwear all the time. That's what my Twitter. Go follow private. me though. Hey, chill out. So you can see Tony in his underwear. Cooking, not doing some weird <laughs> shit. I'll be in. I'll be in the kitchen with my boxers. You know what I'm saying? Whipping the yams. Oh my god. Oh, so. There were a few people from the re- from my high school reunion that came up to me and was like, dude, like, I, I listened to your podcast. And it's like... Shout out to y'all. And it, yeah, for sure. Shout out to y'all. And it's like, I guess when I look at the analytics, it tells me how many people listen, but it doesn't tell me who the people are. Right. Um, and so I don't know. Like, I just see numbers. Mm. So when people come up to me, especially people who I haven't spoken to in 10 years or people who I necessarily wasn't the closest with in high school, who take the time out to listen 45 minutes, an hour, even if they just fast forward through some parts, it's like you're spending your time listening to us. Moose. Fucking shiitake mushroom. That's okay. Another perk of living on the top floor is we wouldn't have to deal with this shit. So you think... What, what, what would they bark about? There's nothing walking around upstairs through our windows. I don't want to live on the fourth floor. I don't want to live in a small apartment. Yeah. What were we talking about? Um, yeah, so people who take the time out of their day to listen to 45 minutes, an hour of us talking, like, that just blows my mind. Yeah. So. It's. I appreciate the love, guys. We appreciate the love. We don't take it for granted. I looked at Tanya like she was going to say something, and then she looked at me like I was going to say something, so it was like this awkward <laughs> silence. Sorry, I can't really laugh. My, like, abs hurt right now. You worked like, out for, like, 10 minutes. My baby abs. I don't do sit-ups, like, ever, yeah. okay? You went ham on the sit-ups. And I did. I did. I have a nap. With, like, workouts. Wasn't there a, a study or something that said abs was actually bad for you? Abs? Yeah, or uh, sit-ups. Like, yeah. I think it was, like, a fucking Everyone ab roller says commercial. says fucking something is bad for you. Well, don't do squats because they're bad for your knees. Don't do fucking push-ups because they're bad for your wrists. Don't do fucking sit-ups because yeah. it's bad for your neck. Like, shut the fuck up. Let me work out. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Y'all think I'm fucked up. Um, Tanya's AirPods died, and so I wouldn't let her use mine because we were both working out in separate places. And I just fucked and up. And I didn't even offer it to her. But working at, while I was doing it, I was like, damn, like, maybe I should have offered it to her. I was like, ah, oh, well. I didn't find any headphones. They at least play music at the gym you're at. I was in fucking total silence. But you have a, tr- but you're you're like doing yoga and shit, so it's like it's nice that it's yoga. quiet. I didn't do yoga. I'm sorry, Tai Chi. I didn't do Tai Chi either. What the fuck? You're like one of those old Asian grandmas Dude, and I hate in the going park and shit. In that gym because like 
the, there's like windows all up against and I feel like everyone <laughs> I know no one's looking at me right but you just can't help but, but have that yeah in the back of my mind and so sometimes like that's why I like having you there because it makes me not think about it yeah because otherwise I'm like oh my god everyone's looking at me do these squats with like horrible form and they're probably laughing at me because I can't do a push-up and I'm over here like struggling to do one and, yeah you know no one's looking but still I, whenever I walked in the gym, <laughs> I looked up and you were staring at me. And I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? I knocked on the window. I didn't. I, I already had my head oh. pods in, but I just coincidentally like looked up and you are like staring at me. <laughs> and I was like, dude, this is so weird. Because we have a, our apartment complex, we have two gyms. It's a two-story gym, but it doesn't connect. So like you would have to hop on the elevator or take the stairs to go up to the second part. But um, Tanya likes doing like yoga and... Uh, Tai Chi <laughs> upstairs <laughs> while I like to do cardio and stuff downstairs. So. Well, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, that's that's it for my my list. We've been talking for like an hour. Have we? Yeah. I had a lot to say. I had a lot to say. You didn't really say anything. <laughs> you didn't have any topics or anything. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you had some good questions though. Thanks. Yeah. Now it's time for you to do the dishes. I've been killing it with the questions. I ain't doing shit. Does this feel more fluid? Like, does it feel more natural to you now? Yeah, because before it was like, oh, we're recording a podcast. But now it's like, hey, let's sit down and talk and turn these microphones on. Yeah, you know, I know what I mean? I don't know. And the people, I mean, I say the people, like, there's this huge audience. <laughs> but there have been well, some. Your, what was your friend's name? He was hyping you up. Oh, so Brandon. Much. He was like, y'all got a following. <laughs> like oh you're so sweet i know we don't but that was so nice yo shout out to brandon he was really nice yeah he said you're holding me back so i'm gonna need you to hop off my podcast <laughs> oh shit <laughs> hop on then fam yeah uh yo follow us on twitter though because i have like <laughs> nine followers but you know what though i just haven't been into the whole like social media engagement like i used to be like Back in the day, I had all this time. I feel, but I feel like if you want to grow your, if you want to grow the listeners for the podcast, yeah, like you have to. I know. That's why I want to enlist your help because, like, this is something like you're like kind of in, like you're in the whole like social media. I like to know about it, and I like to potentially be able to do it, but I don't want to do it. Yeah, you I don't think want to put in the, the work. I think that's the problem. Is like. I like it and I think it's interesting and I think if I actually put my mind to it I could actually be pretty good at it. Yeah. But I just don't see myself actually doing it. Yeah. Well that's why some people hire like consultants and like different firms to grow their social media. Yeah. At first like I never realized why people did that it's like you can go out and grow your own social media platforms you can engage like how hard is it some people don't but then but some people just don't want to do it like it's you know so some people are willing to put in the work like boots on the ground going out there fucking you know all this shit and like people actually get paid hella money for it i don't want to have to sit there and come up with like fifty thousand hashtags like yeah and you know what i mean but even it goes beyond that like record labels are now paying the people who did like the shiggy challenge the in my feelings challenge right like record labels are paying these people who make viral videos like hey here's a new song by lil baby or uzi make this song popular like yeah. those it's crazy that there's people literally getting paid just to 
think of these like outlandish ideas, just like the Travis Scott thing. Like whoever came up with the idea is probably making seven figures. Yeah. Or it's probably some intern. But you know what drives that, me fucking crazy? It's like a lot of companies now, social media is it's fucking brand new, you know, like it's, it's so new in like the grand scheme of all the other like marketing things out there, yeah. you know? Um, and they, all these like huge companies put, they, they've made a whole new department for social media. Right. Yeah. And they put these old, ass people no offense in charge of these departments and half of the time they don't know anything about it and and they're they're getting paid this big money right yeah and then people who are actually like doing the work who actually know what the fuck they're doing and know how to really grow it are, are not getting paid I'm getting paid shit, shit for it. yeah like <laughs> i used to work for a company who started a social media like department and they had a social media campaign going out because they're trying to reach out to the millennials or whatever and they had this old like old like old ass man like he looked very sweet i'm sure he's a great grandfather to somebody <laughs> but <laughs> old white man who like looked Always like talking shit. didn't know what the fuck he was talking about still using a flip phone and he shit. was talking about facebook like bro like facebook is so fucking 2008 but yo, you can make money off facebook no i though. mean you can but like there's i'm just saying like that's where that's all you know yeah if like, that's where you're if that's where you're <laughs> capped at then you have a severe um you know limitation there i, I was saying. just like dude what the fuck are you talking about and then when recently when i went to the um social media influencer meeting no <laughs> when i went to the my orientation for this new job i have right yeah we meet with our like marketing director or whatever and he said that they were starting a, a social media campaign and currently they're only on facebook and so I was one of the youngest people in that room, and so I raised my fucking hand, and I was like, are are we ever going to be, like, on Instagram, Twitter, fucking... Periscope, yeah, fucking... YouTube, like... Google Plus. And he was like, well, at this time, our team is just not big enough for something like that, and because Twitter always gets people in trouble, we just don't have ways to monitor that. And I'm like what the fuck are you posting that you're going to get yourself in trouble? Like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like they hadn't really thought about it or they don't understand how they would make that work for them. Yeah. And I just wanted to be like, well, you can do this, 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 and this. And like, I don't know. You know, it just drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. No, I get you. It's like, how come the people making the most money seem like, they're the people who are most distant from their subject matter. Yeah. I get it. And usually, like, it's, like, because the higher-ups, they like to give new titles to their friends. It's like, hey, you want to make fucking six figures doing nothing? Here, head up this department. And you get to hire a bunch of people to do the work for you. That's the perks of having a seniority executive title. Right. Because you get to do shit like that. 
Like someone, your one of your interns has this great idea. Obviously, they run it up to their boss. The boss runs it by you. You take credit for it. You fucking get a hundred thousand dollar bonus at the yeah. end of the year or whatever. It sucks, but that's the world we live in. Yeah. That's why a lot of people now like trying to start their own tech companies, their startups, because they're tired of working for big corporations who just steal your ideas anyways. Yeah. But starting a business, it's not cheap. Yeah, you gotta have money to make money. Yeah, definitely. But great conversations. Great conversations. Anything else you would like to say to the people? Um, yeah, if anyone wants to leave me some tips on how to fucking deal with my fucking new ass braces, let me know because your girl is hurting over here. Also, flossing sucks. Yeah, that's become a challenge for you. You're getting through it, though. Yeah. All right, and our <laughs> dog is snoring. So with that, um, we'll leave you guys to it. Again, appreciate you guys tuning in, giving us a chance. Follow us on Twitter at podcast. You don't know. At, no, no, follow <laughs> us on Twitter at podcast TSC. And then uh, we are at SoundCloud TSC underscore podcast. And on iTunes. And on iTunes as well. Just type in the story continues and uh, you'll see my name. We may be on Spotify maybe. No? No, because you have to host your podcast on a, on a very specific hosting website in order to get on uh, Spotify. So why can't you host it on there? I would have to pay another thing for it. So we're going to leave our, our cash app yeah, yeah, down yeah. in the comments. If <laughs> you want. Yeah, donate donate to our shit, fam. Because, just kidding. Uh, yeah. I mean, but if you want to, we should. Just if you want to just tip send us, us a or, DM. you know, <laughs> donate to the cause, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to hear us on, on Spotify, like, we're more than happy to do it. Um, we just got to pay a premium. <laughs> and right now we're not sponsored, so if Cash App, you want to do your thing, who else is the sponsor we're looking for? Yo, if Little Caesar wants to sponsor us for pizzas, we do that too. Yeah, we just like just name dropping all these brands and shit. Uh, anyways, check us out next week. Hashtag not sponsored. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> Hashtag can't be bought. <laughs> uh, we may bring the podcast for on the road part two probably not probably not <laughs> but hopefully when we come back next week we would have seen crazy rich asian so we can give you a review on that um give you a recap of austin so yeah you guys stay tuned the story continues ladies and gentlemen that wraps up episode six of tc podcast Thank you for being patient with us while we upload these episodes a little later than scheduled, but Tanya and I are having so much fun recording these for y'all, and we really appreciate everyone's texts and DMs letting us know that you guys support us and you guys listen, so that means more to us than you guys can realize, but this week's song is by an LA-based duo called Emotional Oranges. They're a super dope boy-girl duo. They have about two songs on their SoundCloud. I'll link them in the description below. Um, y'all enjoy, and we'll see y'all next week. The story continues.